This is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, episode 30. Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant and success coach, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. Hey everyone, I am here today with Haley Beret. She is the business owner and jeweler and is the woman behind Blondie in the City. Blondie in the City is a fashion and decor blog where Haley shares styled outfits, decor updates to her apartments, and occasionally shares bridal and beauty posts. So welcome Haley. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited for you to be here too. I'm really excited to really, you know, dive in deep on the world of being a blogger and how you really made the transition from taking something that was, you know, a reflection of your life and really put that business hat on to really make it a business. So really excited about that. So let's kick this off with a little this or that. So just a few questions, but we'll start with, are you an early riser or a night owl? Night owl for sure. Always? Yes. <laughs> Only if I have to wake up early, I will, but it's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. Podcasts or books? Podcasts. I like to listen versus read. Mm-hmm. What about mimosas or Bloody Marys? Mimosas. I don't like tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that one easy. Yes. Um, do you wear a colorful wardrobe or a neutral wardrobe? neutral have tons of black um I definitely try to bring out some more color um on my blog just so yeah. not everything is black but more on a day-to-day basis it's a lot of black <laughs> <laughs> tea or coffee coffee for sure have it right in front of me right now perfect are you a latte or just like straight black latte yeah yeah <laughs> takeout or cooking takeout I actually said it in my vows when I recently got married um, Mm. that I would I promised to cook every once in a while because I'm just (laughs) not into cooking that much so yeah we are definitely um, ordering on Postmates pretty often Uh, yeah when it got to the point where the Postmates guy like just knew me I was like (laughs) okay this is where we're at (laughs) I've seen you before especially like getting up to my apartment it's kind of difficult so it's oh, sad yeah. that they like know exactly <laughs> just how to do it. <laughs> yep, yep. But I love Postmates. And yeah, I don't know what I'd do without it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go into the world now of Blondie in the City and this blog that you've really turned into a business. So tell the audience kind of where Blondie in the City got started. What inspired you to start a blog in the first place? Okay, so I started it about four years ago, but it did not start off as Blondie in the City. I started it off with the name Me, You, and Haley LaRue. Oh. Um, LaRue is my middle name, and I kind of like the flow of it. So, um, and that rhymed, and that pretty much is when I decided to just start using Haley LaRue for like all of my Instagram ha- or like all of my social mm-hmm. media handles and all. But I studied journalism in college, so. When I started my blog, it was more so of a 
way for me to just write and kind of just like share, I don't know, things in more of like a, in a written way. So I, I don't know, I was really into writing. And so that's what I started it off as. And then I kind of just started doing some random posts like, oh, here's a fun place to eat. It's super cute. Or if like my husband now, but then at the time boyfriend, um, you know, when we would travel and stuff like that. And then um, as I got more into Instagram, I started following more fashion bloggers and I always wanted to do that and like start making it like a fashion-based kind of um, blog because I did always want to work in fashion. I always envisioned myself working for a fashion magazine, mm. So, which I did intern for some. I don't know. I just wanted something that was more so like mine. So yeah. I don't know. I was really, really nervous to even – just like the thought of having to take pictures and then post them. And I was just like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to make fun of me. All my friends are going to be like, what is she doing? What is this? So (laughs) I steered away from it for a while. And then finally, just one day I was like, you know what? I might as well just go for it. I really want to do it. Like, why am I letting, you know, this thought of like, oh, what is everyone going to think of me? Stop me from doing that. So I posted my first like fashion post on my blog and my Instagram. And I know I was like, oh my gosh, my friends are probably like screenshotting and sending it to each other. Like, uh, okay, Haley, what are you doing? So, um, and then after that, it was just like that one post I needed to do it in order to get myself to just continue to do it. And Mm -hmm. four years later, it is totally a fashion blog. And I've obviously changed the name from me, you and Haley LaRue to Blondie in the City, you know, because I'm living in LA and mm-hmm. I try to make everything very like city-like um, in my posts. And yeah, so my husband is my photographer. He's been this whole time. And so I feel like he and I both kind of grew it into what it is now. So I love yeah. that. <laughs> did, was he always like on board with taking the photos or yeah. did you have to kind of ease him into it? Well, so it's funny because I, when I first did it, my mom, I would come home like one weekend and then I was like, mom, can you take these on my iPhone? Like, I really want to look at the, like these pictures. I kind of want to do it like this. And so we went into the backyard of my parents' house and like took some there and they were so horrible. <laughs> but like at the time I was like, oh my God, these are perfect. Yeah. And then it just like, you know, my mom and I would like argue. She'd be like, why don't you do this? Why don't you wear this? And I'd be like, oh my God, no. And so, and then Cody, my husband was like, oh, why don't you just have me take them for you? And I was like, are you sure? And then now he's like, what have I signed myself up for? Because <laughs> obviously like it takes so much time out of like yeah. the weekends and all that stuff. But yeah. it's so like, just so much part of our routine now it's like it doesn't even phase him anymore but he still jokes about it so (laughs) I love that and I can completely resonate with my mom taking my pictures and again (laughs) yeah it just becomes this whole thing and I'm like why did I even do that yeah (laughs) and yeah she went my mom would do the same thing like you should wear this top instead I'm like I have 30 minutes to get this yeah (laughs) I'm like please this is my fashion blog I can you know trust myself (laughs) so true so when it came to making that transition from changing the name of your blog was that an easy decision or were there things that you were nervous about? Like, are people going to get confused? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely something I had to think about. I actually 
before Blondie in the City, I've tried Styled by Blondie for a year. And okay. so after me and Haley LaRue, first I was like, that sounds like a mouthful. Everyone <laughs> loved the name. Like my husband, his siblings, they were like, no, don't change it. It's so creative. I love it. But I was like, oh my God, it's so long. And I'm like, I kind of want it to be more like fashion related. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I – I thought about Blondie in the City, but at the time, I was so like, oh, I can't shoot where there's people. It's it's embarrassing. You know, yeah. like I don't want people looking at me. So I literally – I had it in mind to do it, and I was like, I can't do it because I would then have to shoot more like in the city. You know, mm-hmm. I don't – you know, I'm like – and I'm more of like, okay, this alley has nobody in it. Let's shoot on this wall. You know, very yeah. plain and everything. So – I changed it to Styled by Blondie and then – but the whole time I had that blog name, I was like, oh, Blondie in the City is so much cuter. I wish I did that. I wish I did that. And then a year after that, like almost exactly a year after, I changed it to Blondie in the City. And I mean both times I was very hesitant because, you know, there's so much work that goes into just changing your name. You know, you have to change your URL, make sure everything mm-hmm. redirects properly and – you know, I had to hire somebody to do it because I'm like, I'm going to do it wrong. So, and then just making sure everyone else caught on board with the name change and everything. So mm-hmm. once I finally got it to be Blondie in the City, I knew like in my heart, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So after that, that's when I really made it a point to get that name like everywhere and, you know, get that name Blondie in the City across. So, and now like all of my friends jokingly will either call me Blondie or like, Oh, hey, Blondie in the City, can you style me? You know, so it's definitely become like a a name that, you know, is used between my like my friends and my family and all that stuff. So um, yeah, Blondie in the City finally stuck and I'm happy with the change. So yeah, a lot of people have asked, like, oh, I want to change my name, but I just don't know if it's worth it. And I'm like, if you've thought about it multiple times, just go for it. Cause you're gonna keep thinking about it and might as well yeah. do it and be happy with your name. Absolutely. So, yeah. so what advice do you have for them? Let's say they're like, yes, this feels like the next step that just really feels good. What are the key things that they should not like forget about when making that transition? I would say like, don't let the, I guess, back end of it all scare you. Cause yeah. you know, like we were saying, there's so much back end work that goes to just changing your name and your URL and all that stuff. And a lot of people don't know where to look for someone to do it for you. And it's really inexpensive. It's not that bad at all. And I found somebody on Etsy. Um, Etsy has always been like my go-to place for blog designs, Mm -hmm. um, little things where I need help with. And even I used to be on Blogger and I switched to WordPress. And that's like a huge question a lot of people have too. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, what do I do? Do I do Blogger, WordPress, Squarespace? And so when I was making that transition too, I went to Etsy So Etsy has always been like my number one place to check um, when I need, you know, some help in the back end work that I can't personally do myself. So, yeah. And I think it's important to like recognize it's okay to get support in this area. I think a lot of bloggers, I mean, they're self-starters by nature. You wouldn't start a blog if you didn't have those tendencies. Right. But at the same time, like it's okay. Like you don't have to be up till 2 a.m. trying to figure something out. Totally. And that was like me in the beginning too until I realized, okay, someone else can help me with this. <laughs> yeah. So now how do you kind of balance that, I guess, work-life balance, so to speak? Like in theory, 
we could work on our blogs day and night. Right. So what kind of boundaries did you put in place once this really started to take off? Um, so yeah, this, I feel like is something I totally struggled with for a while. And I just noticed myself getting really stressed out and so tired all the time because I was spending so much time on doing things for my blog. I mean, you name it, like mm-hmm. trying to figure things out myself or posting new things and advertising and marketing and all of that. And then once I, as you mentioned in the beginning, I do work as a jeweler as mm-hmm. well. Um, I do that about three days a week, but I also work on that, you know, when I'm home because I also have like my customers and I also run our Instagram over there, which is like a huge platform for us over there. So I'm like always doing that. So I feel like when I had to merge those two, I guess, businesses together or Mm -hmm. that type of work life, that's when I really learned to manage my time. So I was I don't know. I just felt like I was working 24 seven. I was wondering like, okay, when's the last time I just sat down and didn't have my computer on my lap or my phone right. in my hand. So I started to, rather than posting five days a week, I went down to four. So I would give myself like a day break during mm-hmm. the week, which has worked out for me really nicely. I think that was like a huge change um, in like my stress level. I feel like, cause I mean, any blogger knows, you know, we're working on the weekends too. We're shooting, Mm -hmm. we're doing this, we're doing that. So it's nice to take a posting break at least during the week and all that stuff. So I did that and I don't, if I don't need to, you know, if I've done enough of the marketing and the advertising, I stop myself and I'm like, okay, let me, let's go get some food or, you know, let's relax rather than, well, I'm going to, let's, let me do some more. I can do more, you know, so I always thought like, oh, there's always more I can do, which of course there is, but you know, you definitely have to put a pause button, press the pause button sometimes. Totally. (laughs) Totally. There's weeks where like, I completely forget that I should just sit down and just eat lunch and not multitask and then I'll do it. And I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. this feels really nice to just sit here and I know you're like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm breathing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's so true. So Let's kind of circle back to talking about content. So you mentioned you lessened the posts from five to four. What is your theory on that, on like how often you should post? Because I know that's a really common question. Right. So I know a lot of articles are out there and they're like, post as often as you can, post every day if you can and all of that. And so on Instagram, I do post once a day. That I definitely like to be active on the most. Um, But for my blog, a lot more work for sure goes into the blog. You know, you put so many more photos, so much more editing and and more written content. And there's times where let's say we shoot an outfit and we didn't really get good lighting and it's really hard for me to edit. I just, I end up like just canning it and I'm like, oh, I just won't post it. So there's a lot of people that also say like, don't post just to post. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely started to focus on that for my blog. Like I know for sure when I first started, I was like, I have to post Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, the weekends are the break, but I have to post all five days, even if like I didn't like an outfit I styled or how they turned out, I would just post it because I thought Mm -hmm. I have to post it. I have to, but it just, I don't know when you post something that you don't feel is 
like that great or you don't really love it, I feel like the audience can also kind of see that or they're going to be like, what is this? You know? So. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Right. And like, don't put the pressure on yourself because your audience can also feel that. I feel like it's almost kind of like that, not desperate energy, but you know, like when you can tell someone's just really trying to force something yes. and then all you want to react is like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Taking a step back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I love that you gave yourself permission to do that. And I know that's really inspiring for a lot of women listening right now who have felt that pressure and are almost getting burnt out in their blog because they're just posting all the time of things that aren't even really exciting them. Yeah. And you'll start to like not love it anymore or as much, or you'll go through this like little funk, like, like this is, it feels like work now, Mm -hmm. you know, versus something that you enjoy doing. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. When we think about content creation and you really transition things to focus on fashion and decor, but did you ever feel the pressure to kind of like talk about every topic under the sun? In the beginning, I did. I try to make it like, okay, I'll talk about food. I'll talk about beauty. I'll talk about fashion, this and that. And then I ended up just finding myself posting more, you know, relating to fashion and decor. When it comes to decor, I feel like that in a way is a type of showing your fashion sense. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And like every once in a while, I will try to post, you know, something kind of different. I've been trying to do more like wellness posts. Um, I got really into that this year. I, I just recently did one about how I gave up alcohol for, um, the month of January and what Mm -hmm. it did for like what I noticed. And, you know, ever since I've been drinking a lot more water just Mm -hmm. to feel better every day. So then I also did a post on, you know, why you need to be drinking more water. And um, so that's been kind of cool. And I've noticed like a lot of engagement on those too, because they are kind of different. So Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to venture out, you know, a few times here and there for sure than what your normal content would be. Mm -hmm. So kind of like, you know, takes your followers for a little spin. Right. And they can kind of get a fresh perspective on you Mm -hmm. and feel like they're connecting with you on a different level in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, how important has it been to your blog to really establish yourself as a fashion blogger rather than like just a blogger who talks about everything? Right. Yeah. I, there's definitely things I personally like to focus on. And, um, even when I get an email from a brand and they, um, it's something totally different than what I would post about. I don't mind you know, of course I'll nicely decline, but I, I don't mind telling them like, you know, this isn't really me. I don't really post about this. So, you know, I, unfortunately I'm going to have to pass on this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of people for sure that want to take every single, you know, opportunity, um, or collaboration opportunity that they're given. But I feel like it's kind of, like you mentioned earlier too, you can tell when something's kind of forced. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I like things to come naturally, like when I'm writing about it or posting about it. I don't like to, you know, be like, oh, God, okay, I have to post about this. I don't even know what to talk about, (laughs) you know. So I definitely try to keep it around 
what I like to do, what I would personally post about. And even sometimes, let's say I'm sent something and I don't end up liking it. I will definitely tell them like, you know, I tried the product or I received this piece and I, I personally didn't really like it or it didn't work well for me. And I don't want to recommend it to my followers if I don't personally love it myself. So I think that's really important too, to like not say yes to every single thing you're presented with mm-hmm. just to I keep think, your, yeah. yeah, to keep your brand, to be true to your brand pretty much. Exactly. Because I mean, the reality is the way this industry has shifted is there's a lot of sponsored posts. There's a lot of advertising budgets that are now going to influencers and consumers know that, right? So they don't want to follow someone who's only like pushing product all day. Pushing. That's like exactly what it is. You feel like you're being, they're pushing it. Totally. Yeah. It's, I've literally seen people who every, two weeks have a new this is my favorite mascara of all time (laughs) (laughs) like but last week it was this (laughs) yeah and then that just confuses your audience yeah and then that turns into like them feeling like you're inauthentic and then they drop off exactly i think like if we can all remember why this industry became what it is in the first place and that's tied back into that authenticity and to just, you know, inspiring people to try things that are different or discover something new, then that's when you're going to see success. Right. Yeah. When did you have that moment where you were like, oh my God, I did it. I made this happen. Oh, I've had it a few times. Well, I did an Instagram live not too long ago and somebody had asked me on there, like, what is your like next dream brand to work with? And I said, La Mer, um, like the face, the yeah. skincare line and everything. And I think it was about two weeks ago, I was presented with that opportunity and they wow. sent over their new skincare line. And I was like, that was exactly oh what it was. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> literally, I was just talking about this not too long ago. And I can't believe like it's sitting here and I'm going to work with them. And so that was like one like really recent one that happened and then um and also um I always said like you know I really I've always wanted a Chanel bag you know it's Mm -hmm. like the dream bag and I got to work with Trade Z not too long ago and um I got to use a Chanel bag and all that stuff and basically like explain how oh get your dream bag on Trade Z for less and all that stuff so that was like another really cool moment for me I feel like um you know you yeah. you think of all these like ideas and you're like oh one day I want to do this one day I want to do this and then it's crazy when they actually happen or you're presented with those types of opportunities to make them happen totally did you ever have those moments where you're like I'm putting in all this work and like my heart and soul into this am I even gonna make it in a quote-unquote saturated industry Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) I can't even count how many times I like felt like that. And, um, specifically two years ago, I felt like it was really hitting me so hard. And I, I wrote a little like post on Instagram about it once. And I was saying, you know, I, my life on Instagram looks like it's just like, Oh, here's a cute outfit. Here's my life, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, I'm like, 
I like, I went through like this, like depression stage and not just with this, but you know, just everything in life. I felt like, what am I doing? You know, mm-hmm. cause like you said, you're pouring your heart and soul into this business that you believe in. And you know, it's, you don't, it's not growing as fast as you had hoped, or you don't know if it's going to grow at all. And I remember one day posting like, oh my gosh, I love that, you know, whatever, what I was saying about this, you know, outfit and, you know, check it out on my blog, blah, blah, blah. And I posted it and literally threw my phone and I started crying. And, Mm -hmm. but nobody on the other end that, you know, is scrolling through and seeing that and double tapping, they have like no idea that I'm doing that on the other end, you know? So, and I was just so frustrated. I'm like, like, this is like, I'm posting this for no reason. Oh my gosh. Like, what else can I possibly do? I'm like bending over backwards and pulling my hair out, you know? So I always like to tell people that too, like when they explain a situation like that to me and they're like, I just, is it, you know, I've been doing this for so long. Is it worth it? And in the grand scheme of things, if you truly believe in it, it will eventually get there. You just have to keep it going. And my Mm -hmm. husband has obviously seen everything on, you know, behind the scenes. And he's always like encouraged me. And he's like, you literally come home from work and you jump straight onto your computer and you work again. You Mm -hmm. are working when you're also working on, you know, with your clients at the jewelry store and like all this stuff. And he's like, and it's because you love it. And so he always tells me, he's like, you started this for a reason. You have this vision. So just keep it going. He's like, he's like every everyone goes through this type of like stress or this feeling where you know you start this business or start something that you love so much and it just it kind of gets to it plateaus for a second Mm -hmm. and but eventually like if you keep it going and if you keep pouring what you've been pouring into it it'll eventually get to where you want to be and I mean even now I still I don't feel like I'm exactly where I want to be with my business i I feel like it's so important for everyone to always have future goals. Like, okay, well, you know, you never want to be like, all right, here I am. This is perfect. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I've been waiting for. And I'm not going to do anything else. So I yeah. totally think it's important to keep, you know, thinking, all right, so in about a year, I want to be here. Next month, I want to be here. So, so there's always room for growth and always room for your business to just get better and better. Absolutely. And I love that how honest you are about that because I mean my story is similar in the sense that I do remember like just like going to work like having a crazy day and then the second I got home working on the blog and like for years and when people come to me and are like how do I like you know make this blog my job full-time like Mm -hmm. I launched it yesterday right and it's like you have to really understand that this industry is hard work uh-huh. and that it's not a get rich quick thing. It's not a have this fabulous lifestyle overnight thing. And I think when people, you know, are more honest about what it took to get to where they are, that's when people will start to really understand the work that bloggers and influencers put into their careers. Because, I mean, in their defense like they're just seeing really great photography right (laughs) but I mean it's just it can be really discouraging to someone who's new in the industry who just assumes like it just happens overnight right 
And I've gotten so many messages like that. And I'll, I've had one person specifically say, I've been blogging for three months and I haven't made any money on it. And oh, I'm like, oh, you're, <laughs> it's going to be a while, you know? So, yeah. and, and that's another thing that I think is so important to point out. A lot of people will start a blog just because they're like, well, I want to make money. I want to make money. Mm-hmm. And when I started my blog, I had zero idea that money could even be made on a Same. blog. Yeah. And so I just, I just loved it. And like, I yeah. knew like, oh, if I did this, I, I may get some free clothes or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. But I had no idea you could make money on it. And I personally just did it because I, I had moved out to LA and from Orange County, not too far, but like I was super bored all the time. And it was just like a fun little space for me to have. And because I've always kind of been like a obsessed with computers and technology. Mm-hmm. So I liked doing that stuff. But and of the people who have, you know, said, when am I going to start seeing money come in? Those are the people who eventually just ended up quitting. So yeah. it's so important too to realize you have to do this because you truly love it. Yeah. Otherwise it's, you'll get burnt out so quick. <laughs> so quickly. And I mean, it's like anything else, anything that like is truly going to be fruitful, whether that's fulfilling to you, if it's a monetary amount, whatever it is, like work has to go into it. There's no like secret sauce that people are keeping from you. You know, I think a lot of times people are like, what is that secret that every influencer has that I can't seem to figure out or tap into? But it's really like, commitment and like your why like why are you showing up today not just for you but also for your audience because it has to be about your audience too because if you have no audience then it's I mean it's a diary how do you make sure that you provide the content that you know your community wants from you yeah um I feel like definitely uh, like every day and along the way, I've kind of realized what my followers like, what they don't like, um, what I personally like to post about. And, you know, I know like this whole, oh, what's your Instagram aesthetic? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, is your Instagram feed aesthetically pleasing and everything? And so I for sure like tried different types of editing styles, kind of seeing, you know, what is working out what looks better, what, you know, people end up engaging with more. And um, even just for photos, it's so, it's funny because, you know, we spend all this time shooting it with like this, you know, Canon camera, but the pictures that get the most engagement are my mirror selfies, which don't require any (laughs) effort at all. So yeah, it's just, it's funny that those ones are the ones that get more engagement. And, but I also feel like it's because it's more of a, an actual, here's my everyday life versus here I am posing at a coffee shop, you know, right. Which are cute, of course, but it's also nice to throw in some actual true, you know, day-to-day lifestyle photos in there. And totally. So I've, I've noticed that my mirror selfies are like pee sometimes. So yeah. Well, and because everyone can post a cute picture of 
your coffee cup, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and a lot of people do that. But when you post an outfit photo, like that's truly you in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like someone could just take that photo and post it on their feed without someone knowing that that's not theirs. Uh Uh-huh. So that's really cool. When it comes to your following, because I know you've recently wrote a blog post on this because you get this question all the time. So let's talk about growing your following and how you were able to do that. You know, what you saw worked for you and even what didn't work for you. Yeah. So one thing that I have, or like sometimes I'll get a comment on my Instagram and I've noticed that I'll get some people saying, I found you on Pinterest. I found you on Pinterest. And I've always said, this is like my number one, utilize Pinterest. And Mm -hmm. I've also had a lot of people ask, like, especially when I do like an Instagram live, I'll kind of talk about that. And, but I also get a lot of questions like, I don't get it. How does Pinterest help? And things like that. And so, but that's like one of the main things I have personally noticed has helped me grow. And I think even just getting those types of comments, like, Hey, I found you on Pinterest. I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. It's working. Mm -hmm. So I definitely started to utilize Pinterest a lot more. Like I will – anything I post on my blog, every single photo from that post is posted to Pinterest. Um, Not only my own um, Pinterest board, but also these two other community boards that I'm a part of. Um, And that's another thing that's kind of newer, I feel like, these Mm -hmm. community boards. um, You can kind of search for them and you can post anything you want in them pretty much and – it's basically just more exposure. So um, I know like my decor posts that I post on Pinterest were really popular and that's kind of what I feel like drove more traffic to my blog. And even just looking at your Google Analytics, you'll Mm -hmm. see like where your traffic is coming from. And I mean, Pinterest is definitely at the top of the websites that drives traffic to there. And of Mm -hmm. course, you know, from your blog, I mean, at least when I go to someone's blog, I'm always – and I like it. I'm like, okay, what's their where, what's their Instagram? I want to follow them on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah, Pinterest has helped a lot um, in traffic. And now when it comes to blogs, because I know – I feel like Instagram is for sure more of a platform that people are on. And blogging – like your actual blog, it's a little different. I feel like mm-hmm. not as much engagement is shown on there than your – Instagram photo. Yeah. So commenting on other blogs is something I still do every single time I post and I leave my blog URL. Um, cause I know there's also people out there that are like, well, no one's commenting on my posts. Like, is anyone seeing them? And so commenting on other blogs is like a perfect way to get even more people to comment back on yours. But yeah, editing also your photos, the way you think is like, aesthetically pleasing is super important too. I will basically always put my before and after and I look at it and I'm like, if I just posted this the way it was before, I mean, I wouldn't even like it. (laughs) So when with any business, it's so important to remember in order to make money, you're going to have to spend money. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I pay for Lightroom to edit my photos and it's one of my biggest, I feel like softwares or things that I have purchased that have really made a difference in my blog and my Instagram and my following 
because it's just, it's really important. I mean, you're, you're showing your life in pictures. So you want to make your pictures look as great as they can. So uh, when anybody asks, like, how do you edit your photos? I always recommend like, you know, I really recommend you get Lightroom. You know, I think it's yeah. like $9 a month or something. Um, I did It's doable. Yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. It's doable. And eventually for anyone who just starts, it can eventually be a write-off for them for the taxes. Yeah, So exactly. that's like the one thing I always, always recommend if they're going to purchase anything like Lightroom is key. It is literally mm-hmm. what makes your photos the way they are. And so, yeah, editing photos is definitely a huge thing. And that also goes back to Pinterest when your photos are like nicely edited, it's nice lighting and everything. And you pin them on a Pinterest, they're more likely to get noticed on Pinterest too, because they'll stand out. And same with Instagram. One thing I had mentioned in my post about growing your following is, you know, a lot of people also tag other accounts that repost. And Mm. I mentioned, you know, they get so many people tagging them that you want to make sure your photo is actually going to stand out to them. You know, if they have a, you know, like a thousand people that tag them that day in hopes that they will be reposted by this account, are they going to scroll through and notice your photo? So that's again, where editing comes into play. You know, it's like super important for it to just stand out. So whenever you look at your favorite Instagram or you look at their feed, what is it about their photos that you really love? And most of the time it's the way they edit because I feel like, many bloggers get that question. How do you edit your photos? People fall in love with like that way you edit, oh, how your pictures look. And so, you know, kind of do like a comparison kind of thing. Not, not like, oh, what did they have that I don't, but just see like, oh, okay, their photos really do stand out. And here's my feed. What can I kind of like change up on mine? Mm -hmm. So photos in Pinterest are like my two main things. And then of course there's like so many other like little tiny things, but but those are my like main things to follow, I feel like. Yeah. I love how you mentioned the commenting because like you said, when let's say like you hear people say, oh, I'm hearing crickets. I'm not getting any comments or engagements. It's like the first question is, well, are you commenting and engaging on other people's profiles? Right. It's like a relationship or I mean – to use the platform, whether it's the blog or Instagram, they were meant to be communities. Yeah. Not just for you to like post and receive. Exactly. So I love that even like now that you have a really established following, that's still something that you actively do. Yeah. Every, even though it's annoying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's like a part of it. And I, totally. think, I think that again, like, if someone is feeling like they're not getting the engagement that they maybe feel like they should be getting, it's a good check-in. Like, am I treating this as like a community building platform or am I just exactly wanting from other people? Yeah. And it's like kind of cool too, because when you do that whole like engagement and, and commenting and all of that, you end up making these like virtual friends yeah, and your blogger friends. (laughs) So yeah, there's definitely, it's funny because I, one of my quote unquote friends from Instagram, Mm -hmm. we actually started our blogs around the same time and 
Um, she lives in Orange County where I work in Orange County at the, um, as a jeweler. And she mm-hmm. actually had messaged me. She's like, oh, I need to come get my ring, like polished up and re-dipped and all that stuff. And she came in and, and um, my boss was like, oh, how do you know each other? Because she knew my boss as well. And, and I was like, oh, we actually originally met through Instagram. <laughs> we started our blogs at the same time. But like little did we know, we went to the same college we lived like near each other like all our lives yeah so yeah it's like it's cool to have these like blog friends that you end up getting to meet in real life (laughs) absolutely and especially I mean when you're an adult it's kind of hard to make friends yeah (laughs) (laughs) so why not (laughs) exactly why not use the tools that are like literally at our fingertips? And it's fun to hang out with those people that are in the same boat as you in a way. Yeah. And so you can like talk to them about, you know, your struggles or what's annoying to you or, you know, things like that where, cause I mean, there's not, you don't have too many friends you grew up with that ended up becoming a blogger. So they can't right. relate. So it's nice yeah. to like relate to them. <laughs> yeah. I know when I like talk about it with my even my best friends from college, they're like, okay, first world problems, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, seriously. I know, totally. <laughs> like, they don't get it. <laughs> and, okay, so the other thing that I really liked that you mentioned was thinking, like, would I like this? Because a lot of new bloggers, they're really resistant to investing money, even if it means in a photographer or a camera or whatever that is. Um, so they post photos that maybe aren't the most aesthetically pleasing and then, you know, feeling stuck. And I love the check-in that you have. It's like, well, if I saw this on Pinterest, would I click on it and pin it? I love that a lot. And I think that that's something, no matter what stage in your business, that's something that's really good to just keep coming back to and keep checking in on just to keep you in check. Do you feel like you are really good about always staying aligned with your big vision or do you sometimes take some detours? I definitely take some detours, I feel like. And I know there's a lot of times where I'll feel super inspired and I write down all these ideas I have and I'm like, okay, here are my posting ideas. I want to do this, this, this. And then I'll definitely have those weeks where I'm like, uh, I'm like in a rut or something like that. And, And then I'll go back to basically my little book of ideas and I'm like, okay, what can I do to get myself out of this fret and be re-inspired? So yeah, the detours definitely come. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no matter who you are, no matter how big of a blogger you are, yeah. anybody has those detours. Totally. And it's okay. Like, like giving yourself permission, like that's okay. Right. So Kind of on that note, what's coming up for you in 2018? What are you really excited about for your business this year? Oh, so many things. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year I get a little more and more excited because, you know, things are growing more and um, hard to keep up with the ever-changing Instagram algorithm. But, um, you know, you, you learn as you go, of course. And, um, but I, I always set these not only yearly goals, but I'm very big into monthly goals. So every month I will write down 
what I want to accomplish on my blog. I really make it a focus on my blog. I'll do other things for, you know, personal life as well. But my blog Mm -hmm. being that it's, you know, my business and for anyone whose blog is their business, it's important to make those business set goals. So every month I always have a set of goals that I'm like, okay, this month, this is what I want to accomplish. I kind of do like a little like a like bullet points of things I want to accomplish. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm more likely to accomplish them if I do it as a monthly thing rather than saying, okay, this year I'm going to do this. But then I kind of yeah. like steer away and I get off track. But if I do monthly, I'm more likely to meet that end of the year goal. So mm-hmm. um, I, I guess I just get excited each month to see, okay, what's my new goal this month? okay, how am I going to reach that? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And, but this year I feel like, I don't know, not a a different type of inspiration, but I just, I get more inspired each year that comes that, you know, I start or each basically beginning of the year. I'm always Mm -hmm. like re-inspired. I'm like, okay, new year, new goals. What am I going to do? I just recently had my blog redesigned and, so that got me really excited and I feel like it's more more so website looking and business yeah. looking than very blog like. So mm-hmm. that got me really excited and um I do have a new set of um my little clothing line coming out hopefully in the Ooh. next few months. I'm still Yay. working on it. <laughs> so and I like to ask like on Instagram stories and do polls and I'm like, which one do you guys like better? And so I'll get ideas that way. So that should be out in the next few months. Um, nice. I did just come out with my second set of Lightroom presets. So um, for how I edit and everything. So those came out, I think it was last week. Um, awesome. And those are always fun for me to make and bring out. So I'll probably yeah. do like one more set this year. But re- or what's coming up in the most like re- or like upcoming months, I feel like is definitely – my new set of graphic tees. Oh, yay. So, yeah, I have so one fun. that's going to say dog mom. And <laughs> the other one? I'm still thinking of my third one, but my other one, it says like coffee, please. It's super cute, cute. like on the pocket in, in person. Oh, my gosh. So, so yeah, they're fun to design, fun to get in ideas from the yeah. Instagram fan. So. Love that. Okay, so I love to wrap up these episodes with two questions that are more lifestyle. So the first one is what did your morning routine look like today? Today I didn't have to go into work. So I woke up at 10 (laughs) being that I am a night owl. Yeah. um, (laughs) I woke up at 10. I always, always splash water on my face and I put this like a, it's like a pink watermelon, like, serum on my face mm. brush my teeth get all ready and then I usually do my ice roller um I know a lot of people are like what is an ice roller <laughs> but that's like my favorite thing to do when I actually have time in the morning yeah um, I, I ice roll and then today I instead of making coffee I actually went to Starbucks really quick it's down the street picked that up um and I usually will come home and pour it into my cup, which I did this morning too. So Love. got up at 10, did my little skincare routine, went to Starbucks, poured it in my cup here. Actually, it says Blondie in the City. And then cute. sat down, got, some, got into like my emails, and then now I'm here with you. <laughs> yes. Love it. 
Okay, so then the next one is what is your favorite lifestyle hack? Lifestyle hack is so boring and so <laughs> random, but I I can't, I think I mentioned this earlier today too. Um, just drinking more water. Mm-hmm. I have this pink Starbucks tumbler with a straw that I fill up with water like every second it's empty. And I just I bring it with me everywhere and I drink it all the time. And I have a post on my blog too, like why you should be drinking more water. And I really made that a point like at the beginning of this year. I'm like, I need to drink more water. Super important. And there's just so many like benefits from simply drinking water. So my life hack is to get a cute tumbler with a straw because you're more likely to drink (laughs) out of it. So if you need to drink more water, that is the key. Uh, Yeah. And I think we all do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. So where can everyone find you? You can find me on blondieinthecity.com or at Haley LaRue pretty much everywhere else. H-A-Y-L-E-Y-L-A-R-U-E. Amazing. And you have a special something for um, the audience if they're looking for their dream bag on Trade Z. Yes. On Trade Z, you can get $50 off of your first purchase with the code Haley50. And it is like the coolest site ever because I know nobody really wants to spend like that top retail price for this brand new bag when you can get pretty much the exact same type of brand new look on Trade Z. Um, They're pre-loved bags and they still look almost perfect. And you can't even tell because, I mean, if you think about it, if you do buy a bag brand new, it's eventually going to get some wear and tear. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big time with me. Right. I'm not gentle. <laughs> they are lived in for sure. Right. Well, thank you so much. It was so much fun to talk about blogging, how you've really created your growth and built your community around your blog. So thank you so much, Haley. Yes. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.